This week on Griffin Grin, the team finally takes the time to reflect on their Allagash fishing adventure. Although the Northern Waterways did a number on the crew, the team somehow adapted and found a way to become victorious. Listen along and strap yourself in. The battle is about to begin. Welcome back, folks, to another episode of Grip and Grin. Holy shit. It has been a while. Uh, a little too long. I don't even know what the last pod we did. It was by the fire, maybe? <laughs> it was by the fire, and it was turkeys. Well, there is so much that's happened since then. I Cause lost for I'm words. Pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we left off because we were like teasing the listeners about uh, our Allagash trip and how we are like winding and getting ready, you know, getting ready for it and going over, going over all the shit that we had to get, uh, get ready and flies, equipment, all that shit. But that trip seems like years ago at this point. Yeah, I mean, I have two new fly rods now, and I have a <laughs> dead one in the dumpster. So I mean, a lot has happened. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And I put on too many miles. But today, we are to, here to talk about the Allagash trip. Yes. And yes, I I always say this, but go check out the Instagram. I will post a photo, maybe, because <laughs> it's been so Dude, long. So many photos we could post. So I, many. So we're going to be posting summertime photos in the winter. You're just going to have to deal with it at this point. So, um teasers, just teasers. Yeah, teasers, um Yeah, it I mean, realistically, <laughs> we were on the phone like what 45 minutes ago and we were talking about deer hunting. <laughs> yeah. That just puts into perspective how long it's been. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, gosh. Hopefully, you know, when I travel up more, we'll record more. We I mean, you know me and I know you. We've been busy every every weekday, every weekend. You know, I've been traveling the fucking countryside and you've been doing pretty much everything around the house and in the woods. So but Getting we're finally here to, finally here to talk about the big trip we've been alluding to for over a year now. Yep. And it's pretty exciting. I mean the Allagash. You know, everyone talks it up. It's the best trip you can do. It's the most remote uh, river wilderness in the eastern half of the United States. It's the longest river uh, corridor or watershed you can run in one continuous, uh, not loop, but uh, lengthwise. And I mean, we did, I did a bunch of planning. You know, you yeah, helped me along the way with uh, getting the gear we needed. We made sure we had pretty much everything we ever needed. And to do yep. this, you know, we would drive to the end point and get shuttled in. So we had to make that long fucking drive up on a Friday, right? Wasn't it a Friday? It was like a Friday morning. I think we left at like 3 in the morning. Yeah, and what was funny is <laughs> we were using a different canoe than we did for... Uh, the northern main pond trip we did last year and right 
you know, I get there on Thursday night after work, and I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> Will the fucking totes even fit? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my shit. I forgot about that. Yeah, I know. And we get there, and, like, I'm still in my work clothes. You had everything out, and, like, we're sprawling our gear out. We were already packed, but we're, like, trying to fit in the canoe. And we're like, well, shit. <laughs> our totes don't fit, so we need That's to downsize right. our shit quickly that's right we were consolidating like a mofo on the front lawn we just had my front lawn looked like a friggin' yard sale it was just a shit show and dude yeah the totes wouldn't fit so we had to downgrade our totes because we were using the fiberglass canoe not the aluminum canoe and yeah it's that was crazy that was wild and it was funny too jumping ahead because when we when we got to the guide service we had somebody shuttle us in like three hours down river so we parked our car and uh they drove us three three hours down dirt roads to get to the where we were putting in and when we showed up to um you know to get all our luggage and shit in the truck the woman looks at us and she's like this is all you have like this is it we're like yeah she's (laughs) like "Uh, i've never seen somebody with like such little gear in my life, I was like, "Damn, <laughs> I guess we're we're pretty fucking good." And I, well, when the totes didn't fit, you know, I downgraded my outfits for the week trip um, mm. planned ahead. So you know, we were we were traveling light, but we were comfortable. So that, that's a key point to say now, because yeah. you know, as we're driving up on Friday, you know, backtracking a little bit from before we get to the guide place, we, uh, we're we expecting a little bit of rain on Friday. The flows are good at this point. The water temps are okay at this point. You know, it's around Memorial Weekend, so we have that Friday off, and then Friday through the following Thursday to, you know, fish our hearts out, pretty much, was the plan. Yeah. So, yeah. driving up, we're going to get, like, you know, an inch and a half of rain, like I said, and Enough to freshen up the river, so we're driving up. We get to the St. John area. We pull off. We're like, all right, like, it's it's raining now. It's dreary. You know, it's not cold, but it's cool. And, you know, it's what we were expecting. The first day, rain. The rest of the trip should be perfect. Uh, we get to the guide service again. They're... <laughs> Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I can't say with a straight face, but the guide was a character. Uh, yes, along with a sidekick, yes. Oh, um, no, I forgot. Uh, not the, forgot. The, the ride was not. It's one of those things where you get in a truck with somebody and you're like, don't even know this person. You're like, this this could go one of both ways. It went away that I didn't think it would go. It was entertaining <laughs> at times, but... Towards the end of the the shuttle, it was kind of like, all right, I just want to get to the goddamn river. Yeah, and when we got to the river, it started to rain a little bit harder. You know, we unpacked the truck. We we got our ass on the river. And before, wait, one thing. (laughs) One thing before we got there. On the drive. So this person had the thickest French-Canadian accent of all time. (laughs) And they just came off being on the farm, and I. Do you know the story better? Where it was like there was the cattle in the field, no, and there she, was a fence. She had horses, and there was a there was a a moose that kept getting into the the fence line of the the horses, and 
she just kept saying, she's like, you know, that that moose just keeps breaking through the fence. I, I got to do something about I'm not doing a great accent here, but she's like, yeah, it's like a it's like a hoose. You know, if you if my my moose and uh, horses start mating together, I'm going to have hooses all over the place. <laughs> and I was like, uh, holy shit. Like, where where are you taking me? Um but yeah, she just kept. She was like, "Who's on the loose? Who's on the loose?" I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. They, uh, uh, they were both cats. <laughs> they were both cats driving us to the river. Yeah, and it, it was pretty interesting, <laughs> to say the least, for that uh, that long drive on their road. And they were hauling, absolutely hauling. But again, 50, we got fifty miles an hour down those dirt roads. They hit potholes, and it didn't even matter. No. But wasn't our vehicle though. <laughs> we got we got to the river. Great thing we chose to you know drive to the end and get shuttled in because the Subi would have struggled a little bit and would have taken us a whole day to drive in for sure. And you yeah. don't know how they would treat your car on the way out for anyone who's trying to do the Allagash. So paid a little extra money to do it this way, but I I honestly think it was the best option. It really uh, was, and no doubt if when we do it again, <laughs> yeah. Um, a little precursor there. We'll do the same, uh, the same situation. But we get to the river. You know, there's a ranger there. They check our paperwork. We get on the river. You know, there's uh, canoers on the river, which I was expecting. You know, I was expecting yep. to see some people you now camping along. Not many anglers per se, but right. um, just pretty much like a little bit of activity. You know, we have Memorial Weekend there, so. We get on the river. That group group was definitely guided, though, no doubt about it. Oh, no. The person that said hello to us was definitely a guide. And they had a full outfit with a hot lunch ready. Like, yeah. They were, and their canoe was, they had like a 17 footer, but yeah. We we were rocking, uh, I think, what's our canoe? 14, 16? Yeah, I was going to say a 14 and a half, but yeah. So we get on the river and. I'm in the back, and it's a completely different scenario. For those who haven't canoed a river, you are steering. You're not really paddling, right? Right. <laughs> and I can't see shit in the back, and the person in the back, you know, is really doing a lot of steering in this situation. And <laughs> before you know it, we hit a rock. <laughs> Dude, that was like a severe reality check. We were like, oh, we both looked at each other like, oh, shit. Like, where are you hitting rocks? And we're not even like 50 yards down this river, like... We got to smarten up. We got to make sure, like, we're on point going into this river. So, and I <laughs> remember I, I, was, I was telling you, like, oh, you need to call out left or right, not be yeah. like, oh, there's a rock. Like, that doesn't <laughs> fucking help me. Like, I don't know if I need to go left or right at this point. You need to tell me which way I need to point our nose so we can actually go down river. But, yeah, we ended up going down river. I don't know. A quarter Probably like mile. a quarter. Yeah, a quarter mile. And, yeah. You know, we pulled off. I'm like, all right, we got to start fishing. Like, we're here. It's yep. raining. Let's do a little fishing. And before you, I can even blink, you pull in a nice brookie. Like, Dude, when I pulled that brookie in, I was spin casting. I was spin casting using a spinner and pulled it out of a, a fast-moving water, actually. I was like, god damn. Like, and it was pretty deep right there in that pool. Very deep. Undercut bank, beautiful spot. And I was like, man, like... When I caught that brookie, I was like, "It's gonna, we're gonna slay. This is gonna be an amazing trip." I was like, jacked up. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" You were behind me, and you were fly fishing. I believe you were nymphing. I was nymphing because my goal was to catch a, 
a wild trout on a nymph rig, not, you know, a typical dry fly on a little tributary like we were doing for the previous few weeks. Yeah, so, you know, we got that that brookie and threw it back, and I was like, all right, let's keep at it, and still was getting some serious hits, and I was like, what the hell? Like, But as soon as I pull in, chubbies, oh. big chubbies. I mean, there was more than you could count. I even caught one on a nymph when I was dragging it over when you caught the brookie. <laughs> it was insane how many chubbies there were. It's like, what the heck? And they weren't small. They were like, what? At times, they were like 14, 15 oh, yeah. inches. They were, they were big. And, you know, it, it was kind of weird where you set the tone. You're like, the expectation was way higher than I expected. I'm like, you caught like a nice brookie to start. And then I'm like, oh, there's a bunch of chub we have to fish through, which was a little bit annoying. Yeah. And as we went down river a little bit further, like <laughs> I remember we pulled over the, at the next spot and it started to absolutely dump. Yep. I mean, when I was pouring, I'm like looking at you and I wish I could have like a GoPro just to like, <laughs> have like a waterproof camera to pull up how much it was fucking raining as we're just fishing the river, you know, pulling chubbies out left and right. And it was a a little bit more of rain than we were expecting at the moment. And we were like, fucking A, like in it to win it though. Like grinding. And we were we were comfy ish though, because like with the waders and rain jacket, like we were pretty set for being decently dry i wouldn't say completely dry like obviously the rain seeps in other places but yeah the the chub fishing was incredible if you're looking for that but you know with that big brookie it was like all right there's brook trout in here so we kept flowing down the river and pretty much just kept going until we hit our first camp and yeah because we hit a lot of flat water along the way uh, yeah i mean we got to i'm pretty sure we went to the first uh, campsite that you were like, oh, we're going to camp here. And that's when it was, like, pouring. And uh, you could smell smoke at campfire. And I was like, fuck. I was like, there's already somebody there. And you're like, no, 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 there's more campsites off uh, down here on the left. And uh, it was actually a ranger that was checking out that campsite w- when somebody was already there. And uh, didn't he say, like, where are you guys headed to? And you you said where we were going. He's like, yep, that's open. We are like, thank God. Um and then he also gave us a little bit of intel. Um, I don't know if it was then or after, but he gave us some intel that, you know, oh, go down there and fish by the bridge. So we pretty much, like, excluded all other fishing and just concentrated our attention on that bridge. Um, but we got to the camp and set up camp first. Huge campsite. Huge There was campsite. three sites, right? I'm pretty sure there was three sites. At least. At least. Tons of moose activity, like... Jesus Christ, a lot of moose activity. Um, and to um, build a little more detail into this, we were we piled through a lake, or a pond, I should say. Mm-hmm. And the first campsite was in the middle of the pond. I thought we were going to pond fish, you know, with the light rain coming in, but didn't work out. So we would get to, like, a little skinnier area where a bridge went across, and there was two ponds connecting at this point. Yeah. And so we set up base camp. You know, we fished around our camp for a little bit, and then we're like, "All right, let's go. Let's go down to this bridge." And I brought my fly rod, and you brought your spinner, correct? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, all I did was spin. Yeah, pretty sure all I did was spin. Yeah. Okay. 
Yes, I do remember you only spend. Because <laughs> I was like pinpointing casts that were like, you know, 50 feet away, just like, oh, there's a rise. Phew. So we first get to the bridge, and I threw, you know, I threw my, I was using a dry fly, just a regular Adams, and had a big hit right under the bridge. And we we're just like floating. I'm like, holy shit. Like, all right, yep. I guess there's fish here. So we pull off, you know, we go onto the bridge, I take a couple pictures and go down and then just start absolutely slamming brookies left and right. It was like every cast. I mean, they range as, you know, all shapes and sizes. They were like six inches. I mean, at times they were like 12 inches. I caught Um, a decent 12 incher that I actually ended up keeping for dinner that night and they were just slamming dries left and right, and you were catching on the spinner, and it was it was just like a pocket of brookies. So I'm like, all right, like this is what we were expecting, you know. Right. Brookies rising every cast, you know, every cast getting a hit on your spinner. Like, all right, like we're here, like we're finally here, kind of deal. Like, all right, let's get ready to, you know, fish the Allagash. I mean, we pretty much fished that right till dark, and when we got back to camp. Everything was so wet. There was no way to start a fire. It was just soaking, soaking wet. I mean, I even found some dry wood that was, like, tucked underneath some debris. There's just no way to start the fire. So cooking those fish, (laughs) we had to boil them. Do you remember that? (laughs) Oh, I remember that. So at this point, it it rained, it downpoured, and then it cleared up when we were fishing, and then it started to rain again. And we're like, all right, like, this is a little more rain than we were expecting, so... We end up yep. putting a tarp over our uh, our tent there. Yeah, a little and, makeshift lean to. You know, we ate dinner and got on the bed that night, and you know, I was comfy, I was warm, and I was dry, and that is impressive. <laughs> yep. And yeah. we went to bed that night, and I woke up to a monsoon of rain, absolute monsoon. I mean, I could feel the water underneath us. At this oh point. yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Because we put the tarp underneath too. That's right. And don't do that. Don't dumb do that. idea. Dumb idea. Because <laughs> the the tarp underneath actually like it creates almost like a barrier, so water actually does run underneath your tent. Versus if you just have your tent, if it depending on what tent you have, it allows the water to go into the ground, so your tent doesn't get wet. But yeah. So wake up the next morning, and this is where we're going to accelerate our details of the trip. So wake up. The canoe is full. In in the river, though. It is. It's full of water. (laughs) And completely in the river. So if it wasn't filled with water, it was gone. Completely gone. It was just washed away. But filled with water to the brim. Wake up. It's like partly cloudy the sun's breaking through and we're just having coffee sipping like holy shit do you remember standing in like the little patches of sun too having coffee like trying to warm up we're like man holy shit so cold (laughs) so we pack up you know slept fine through the night at least dry and warm yeah see the ranger and the ranger's like oh we got three inches of rain last night and i'm like are you kidding me (laughs) so instantly with all the research i did out the I window. knew an inch, inch or an inch and a half of rain is good. Like it'll freshen up everything. We'll be fine. Maybe a day of so-so fishing, but 
We go down the river, and it's just a trib flushes in that we were going to fish and hike up. And I say chocolate milk hitting gin clear water. Just like absolutely. Remember that? You're like, oh, that's it's a like, sandbar. It looks like brackish water. How salt water and fresh water meet usually on the ocean. That's what it looked like. It was like brown and like clear. It was so, just night and day. We were flowing down the river and like we were cooking because we obviously we had to paddle through that pond. But right once we got to the river, it was just moving. So like we couldn't even fish. Had to do a portage. And I knew where our campsite was going to be the next day. But we got there way faster than I expected because the river was just absolutely flushing. Yep. So there was no way to fish. I think we anchored at one point and tried to fish. But the current was so strong that like it was almost dangerous. Oh, it was... I was uncomfortable when I dropped anchor and you were fishing. I'm like, this is just a little too much right now. <laughs> Sketchy, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we ended up portaging this one area where uh, an old ridge used to be, and we get to Which our there's second— Which no, there's no signage, though. Remember, there was oh, no signage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we no were signage. on the left side, but the portage is on the right side, and we're like, people are waving us over to portage on the other side, so we end up getting around, having the portage around them, and it was just a whole ordeal. Getting to our next campsite, which was just around the bend of the river, pretty much. Yep. And get to this island, and we pretty much post up and have to set up camp, and it starts to rain again. And we're like, what the fuck? So we're we're at this campsite that has a picnic table with a little, like, uh, what do you want to call it? Like, just like posts that you can put it's a tarp got, on? Yeah, it's got like posts so you can set up a tarp so you can have like a roof over the picnic table, but like that's it. So we we get there. We end up starting a fire, which is great. We were able to find some dead dead standing wood where, you know, it's somewhat dry and able to actually light. And I remember <laughs> we were trying to set up the tarp, and you are struggling a little bit, so I was like, all right. I'll leave it to the engineer. (laughs) So I was able to set up a nice-looking tarp, which I'll probably post on the Instagram if I ever get around to it. And Bro, it was amazing. The way you did that, you're like, just do this, this, and this. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes complete sense. You're like, it's just forces, bro. (laughs) I'm like, all right, you do you. I'm going to work on the fire. (laughs) So pretty much all we did the second day was stand around and watch the water rise as I put sticks in the ground. Yep. Pull the canoe up, put the anchor out just to make sure, and put six in the ground to watch the water rise. And it kept rising and kept rising and kept rising. It was a foot an hour, wasn't it? Uh, Yeah, easily. Easily. And that was before we went to bed, which was insane. And we woke up, and one, the mosquitoes were out in full force. Oh, yeah, I got video of that. (laughs) That was crazy. And then two, two, (laughs) the sticks were completely gone. The water raised or had risen so much the canoe was in the river again floating (laughs) good thing i tied it up because holy shit like (laughs) i was not expecting that much water to rise and so the next day we're like all right like we just got to get down river to this next pond maybe at this next pond we can actually do some fishing so before we can even really think about it we're floating down the river it feels like a Mach 10, just absolutely just cruising. There were we trees hit, that were like underwater on the riverbank. So I don't know if you knew this, but we were supposed to hit rapids that day. We didn't. But <laughs> the water was so high, there, the rapids didn't exist. But then the islands 
that normally are there turned into the rapids. So we had yep. that just a complete. I don't even know what to call it. Just we're Shit just flowing down the river. Just we, call it, we made it up. We just called this Allagash Law. Everything instead of Murphy's Law, it was just Allagash Law. So that's like our new. That's the title of this episode. But it's and just it's our, been a it's been a kind of a uh, what's the, a sticking point of this summer where it's just yep. everything went wrong on the Allagash, pretty much. And but for good gonna, reason. For good reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's this is like a shakespeare like drama right now just everything's going to shit we you know we get to this pond and after we went way faster than i was expecting it's perfectly calm at this point the wind's picking up a little bit so like, all right we just need to cross the pond to get to our campsite yeah because you were like see that tree over there i'm like yeah you're like that's the direction we're going. I'm like, all right. And it's pretty chill. Like, you know, we're just kind of cruising along. So I'm just kind of, I had my feet up on the side of the canoe, just kind of hanging out. And then like all of a sudden, because we, you planned it this way when you did all your research, you're like, we're going to camp on this side of the pond because the wind will actually hit us and it will keep the, the bugs, you know, um, it'll keep the bugs away from us. And I was like, all right, sweet. So, um, which worked out beautifully. There was wind, and it was great. But when that wind started to pick up, dude. <laughs> so we're at the middle of the pond at this point. And I started noticing it before you, where I'm like, yeah, these waves did. are starting to get big. And we have, like, a riptide working against stuff. We're getting hit from the left and hit from the right from waves. I'm like, holy shit. These waves are getting bigger. And they're getting bitter by, bigger by the second. So... <laughs> We're going, and then all of a sudden we get a big splash, and you kind of wake up a little bit, like, "Oh shit!" Like, this is a this little is, bit hairy right now. This is this is legit. And at that point, you're like, "Dude, there's already water in the boat." And I'm like, "What?" You're like, "Cause it was white caps. It was like, imagine Moosehead or like Sebago Lake with just white caps. That's what we were paddling across. It was the wind picked up in the blink of an eye, and it." Uh, <laughs> I Dude, just remember died. like the, the the first wave hit us from the left and it just water came in. And then you're like, "Dude, the waves are pretty big." I'm like, "Uh yeah, we need to get to the shoreline now." So we had a point place for where our camp was and we just went to the closest shoreline. So as you're fucking paddling, I'm in the back steering us against your paddle to avoid getting hit by these waves because I can see the waves way better than you and you're just going absolutely... Dude, I'm full steam ahead. <laughs> and all I can think, all I can think in the in the back, I'm like, I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> and if you had said that to me in that moment, in that time, I would have been so... Fu- Dude, my legs were shaking. Like, I was petrified. I was scared shitless because I'm like, we have all this gear, you know? If this goes... We are fucked. We are absolutely screwed if we roll this. Because this isn't like a tiny pond. If if you've done the Allagash before, you know that round pond, it's like a lake. It's a huge pond. And, dude, I... Ugh. When we hit land, finally, we hit the shoreline, and you're like, yeah, just, just get onto land. And I look down, and literally two feet offshore, I came and see bottom. Came and see bottom. Yep. And it's clear. Like, you can... 
see through the water. It's not like it's just muddy. It's just a drop off. Oh, yeah. And we were like, fuck. So then we had to like go with the waves that were coming in. So they were like coming up behind us and like rolling the boat at times. And we had to like make sure it was like pointing in the, oh, it was just an absolute shit show. And then we got to the actual campsite. We didn't realize that there was like a little like, um, little cove that you could paddle into on the other side because we saw the sign. We're like, there's it, there's the campsite. And literally, I just like, I just remember like jumping onto shore and just like, <laughs> I was like, just get the canoe on land, just drag this whole thing on the land. But absolutely, that's the most crazy like experience I've had in a canoe, no doubt. Yeah, it was pretty hairy. And we got on shore and you were pretty shooken up and I was. I was you were pretty chill. Cool. <laughs> you, you were cool as a cucumber, dude. And I'm like, dude, we almost died. You're like, yeah, yeah, we did. I'm like, yeah, it was hairy. <laughs> and to sum up the rest of the day, all we did was throw rocks at squirrels because we had nothing to do. For we went down the river. I was expecting again, you know, a six hour travel took us yep. two hours maybe. So yeah. we did absolutely jack shit in the wind. Went out on the canoe at night because, like, oh, it's going to come. Oh, it's going to come. Yep. Nope, never did. At fucking dusk, we went out. I don't think we caught anything. I don't even think uh, we no. caught a chubby on the canoe. You did on Not shore, Not on the canoe. Though. On shore, we caught a bunch of chubbies, but, I mean, it was it was nice to see a fish. We were like, oh, my God, I haven't seen a fish in, like, two days. We are like, oh, my God, a fish. Like, you know. So but. the plan was now... To go down, uh, down river a bunch and hit these tribs, maybe they were okay because they would flush out quicker. So we right. wake up really early. Great thing we did in hindsight. No shit. Great thing we did. So we yep. wake up, paddle, go through some rapids. You know, we're cooking, cooking, cooking. And we get to this place. What? We left at 530 and got there at what? Nine? Not Dude. even. We were smoking. We were cruising so fast. At times, we weren't even paddling. We just looked off to the side, and you're like, look how fast we're moving. I'm like, holy shit. We were just absolutely cooking. So um, we get to this, this, what was supposed to be our campsite. Right. And <laughs> if you know from last year's Northern Pond trip, there's some issue I have when we go on these trips where I can't fucking shit. And I know your dad listens and he hates hearing this, but I have to say, I finally get to this place and I'm like, all right, it's been like three days. I finally have to go. Like, finally. This yep. trip is rushing in. At this point, we're like, well, fuck. Like, there's no way we're fishing this trip. I use the John, come back, and all of a sudden there's a ranger right there. Yep. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like... What does he have to say? And, dude, like, he was a young guy. And don't get me wrong, he knows the river. But he met us at the wrong place at the wrong time. (laughs) Because he was basically like, yeah, so we're supposed to be running like 2,500 CFS. And currently we're running at 12,000 CFS. And I was like, holy shit. And he goes, you're forgetting this. You're forgetting this. Oh, so what are you guys trying to do? Oh, we're trying to fish. <laughs> yeah, he I laughed. Literally, laughed when at he us. laughed in our face, I was about to freak the fuck so out. You you started to escalate. You started to get pissed off. But then he was like, we usually start kicking people off at like 5,000 to 6,000 CFS. Like, we advise people not to go down the river. And we're running 12,000 currently, which 
actually, he lied to us. We checked the records after the fact. Technically, it was running at 15,000 CFS. And I'll even correct you. When I looked back, it was above. It was like 15 and a half. That's Almost insane. 16. So Jeez. the gauge height went from two feet to nine feet, yeah. I'm pretty sure. It was insane. So this river went from your typical smaller main river to the Kennebec in Waterville. Like, yeah. I, I maybe that's a little bit much, but pretty damn. I don't close. think so. I think it was more than that, to be honest with you. It so, was insane. At this point, you know, the gears are turning in my head. Like, all right, like the Allagash law <laughs> yep. has come into effect. I pull out the gazetteer, and I am so pissed because I put we both put a lot of money in. Yep. I put in countless hours of research. I'm like, all right. What can we do? So I'm looking at the gazetteer, fuming, and then you come over to talk to me, and I just put my hand up like, do you, not talk to me right now. <laughs> when you gave me the, like, the hand of like, fuck off, don't talk to me right now, I was like, oh, yep, that just, yep. That, that was the green the light, like, because you weren't actually that pissed off. I wasn't fuming. I put my hand up, and I'm like, it's okay to be mad right now. And then you just were fucking unleashed and then we had a shitty breakfast on top of that where we had the what was it biscuits, <sighs> biscuits and gravy biscuits and that gravy you were looking forward to awful it's awful and it's don't awful. buy it the mountain house bis- biscuits and gravy just absolute just shit soggy don't waste shit. your time <laughs> just horrendous so at this point get the fuck off should- the river <laughs> <laughs> We should just get down to the ranger station to, you know, pull off. So Yeah. And I also just remember that that canoe ride, I was so fucking pissed that it was just quiet for like... Because how many miles did we do from the campsite to the ranger station? Wasn't that like 15 miles? More than that. So if I... uh, Never mind. It was about that because we went seven miles to where we were supposed to camp. Then the guy told us, all right... Yeah, if you keep going down the river, it's going to be on your left, which I knew. Right. But it was an an additional seven or eight miles. So we're going down the river, and we're just cooking. And we're going with the current, which is already cooking. And we're both paddling. And we're not. hard. (laughs) We aren't just fucking moseying along. We're like, we need to get to this fucking ranger station, figure this shit out. Because remember, he kept pulling up beside us and going like, because we told him, we're like, dude, we're just going for it. We're going all the way down to our car. And he's like, I advise you not to. I advise yeah, because people, to. the people are flipping below the falls, and we're like, "Well, all right." Like, and this guy, I get his job is to deliver bad news. He's uh, benefit of the doubt. I'm pissed off. You're not delivering information well. I ask him questions, he cannot answer my questions. Right, and then he's repeating himself. I was getting just absolutely livid. So. He just we kept, like, pulling up beside us and being like, are you guys really going to do it? And we're like, oh, my God, dude. Like, <clears throat> So at this point, we were so pissed off that when we got to the ranger station, we were like, let's just get the fuck out of here. And I remember when we pulled, before we even pulled up on shore, you were like, dude, I don't want to stop fishing. And I was like, dude, I'm right there with you. And that I feel like that was the moment where we kind of, like, came back together. Yep. <laughs> it was like, okay. Our emotions are aside now. We both are on the same page again. We both want to keep fishing. Fuck the Allagash. Let's go fish. 
So now the issue is 30 miles downstream is our car. (laughs) Allagash Law, baby. (laughs) So the ranger is not allowed to take us down to our car for legal reasons. So we're like, okay. So we have all these fucking... All right, I'm sorry to all you canoers out there that listen, but holy shit when, like... Ah, just keep to yourself in your party if you're gonna try to just rile us up and talk nonsense into us. Like them trying to formulate a plan. These were like old. I don't know. They were probably what in their fifties. Uh, yeah, at least yeah. Some of them maybe like a, a little older. A some of them group. a little younger. They were from. Uh, they were from Kentucky. Nothing against people from Kentucky. Just saying, but. You had a few bad apples that showed up in Maine, okay? They're trying to formulate a plan that was like, oh, we'll just walk the 30 miles or walk all the way down the car. We're like, what? That's going to... No. that. And this guy shows up in a truck, and they're still contemplating like, yeah, let's hike. Let's run out of here. And I was like, you've got to be shitting me. There's a truck right there. Just ask the fucking guy if you can just get a hitch a ride. Like, just... Which the guy, he was uh, he was a, he was a Mainer. He was a Mainer. He's from Central Maine, just like us. And yep. he was he was a cat. Not gonna lie, he was a cat. <laughs> but I would know more than you because the plan was: all right, we'll take a couple people from that party, one from our party, right? Take you down to the cars. You guys can drive back in. All right. Left Fecto with all the shit, dude. I, I pitched guess a, I pitched a ten, and I like. I just sat there in the tent and I tr- I pretended to take a nap, but those people wouldn't shut the fuck up and their dogs were like, oh, it's just. It oh a- wait, before we left, I just remember this. This woman was throwing a fucking stick mm. in the water to her dog as the river is dangerous levels right now, and this dog is just like floating down river. I'm like, you're the biggest idiot of all time. Your dog should not be in the water right now. Like. Right. If, oh my God. I, I wanted to say something. I didn't say a word to anyone, except the ranger and the guy that drove me. And just if to all the listeners, <laughs> do if the water is dangerous, don't fucking huck a stick for your dog to chase. Like, just don't do it. There's no need. Anyway, I get in this car. With some cats, mind you. And the the guy that drove, super nice. Again, I, wh- whatever your name is, I greatly appreciate it because you saved, you saved the my trip. week. You saved the trip, saved my vacation time, saved everything. And I had an hour drive out to the car um, with these people that, oh, just one <laughs> shut up and... Do they there's clear a, cut a, here? Do they do they actually uh, cut trees here? And then we're, we're driving by a clear cut. I'm like, I just want to. Oh, not even. Don't even want to say it. It was, it was an awful drive. Didn't say a word. But the guy was ripping. Thank God. Get to the Subi. Parked on the riverbank. Which for a second I was like, please don't have water level yeah. risen yeah, yeah. to the Subi level. Because we're parked right on like the side of the river. Right. Get to the Subi. I have to pay to drive back in. Oh, yeah. Because you had to go through the checkpoint. Yeah, because we have to exit the checkpoint, drive back in. So I'm like, I'm literally just grabbing someone driving back out. Like, oh, you have to pay. I'm like, 
All right, Allagash Lodge's finest. Drive back in, and I cooked. Absolutely cooked, because I knew the road now. So I knew every pothole. I knew every fucking twig in there. Rip down there. Get to you, and you're like, let's get the fuck out of here. Dude, we've never packed that car so fast. So Like, literally less than 10 minutes. We had that car All our packed. gear, all our gear, which was organized still, in the car, canoe on, strapped, ready to rock and roll. And I'm like, all right, I'm driving out. And I, again, at this point, I've been on the road for two hours, probably. Yep. So I'm just fucking hammering down. There's this one point where it's like, True off-roading in the soupy, completely through, like, a mud, like, <laughs> washout. Just ripping through. End up driving all the way to Fort Kent. And I'm like, we need to stop for food. I'm going to buy everything that's good in sight. We're going to just Candy bars, chips, chocolate milk. We just loaded up Beer. on junk. <laughs> Beer. Yep. Oh, my goodness. So we loaded up, and I'm like, all right, I'm beat. You're driving. So, at this point, you know, I have a little cell service, and I'm, I would like to say, witty on my feet. You know, I can figure it out on the fly. So, we're driving south, and I'm just doing my homework. And I'm doing my research. I'm, like, figuring out where we want to go. And I remember I looked at you, and I was like, how far are you willing to drive? <laughs> I And I remember asking you, spe- you know, specifically, I was like, which part of this? Because there was a band of rain. Excuse me. There was a band of rain that came across the northern uh, part of the state, and that's why we got so much rain. Oh, can so, I add one thing? Yeah, go for I it. I remember. So, the rain was hitting us, and how the rain came in. It was from the northern northwest. So we're like, "Fuck Canada!" Like, "Fucking Canada is giving all this rain." Sorry, all you Canadians that listen, but <laughs> fucking hey, you guys just hammered us with rain. <laughs> Ended up researching. We got five inches of rain. The CFS went up to, again, like 15,500 CFS. The gauge height went over six feet. Northern Maine was a wash. And I was looking at Northern Maine. I'm like, ah, they got rain. They got rain. Did all my research. I'm like, all right, there's one part of the state that didn't get hit. (laughs) You were like, like, Rangely. And I was like, damn. That's a six and a half point, hour drive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have six and a half hours to get to this place. Mind you, we woke up at 5.30. That's right, dude. That's, yes, yes. 5.30 on Round Pond in Algash. Now, for all you canoers out there, we went 15 miles. I took a ride with a stranger for 30 miles. Drove back in. Then drove out to Fort Kent. And then that's a six and a half hour drive. And we did all that minus a six and a half hour drive by noon. Yeah, we did. Uh, we, no, because when well, we well, got, when we got it was to like our two o'clock, right? No, because when we pulled into that campsite, it was pitch black. Yes, but we did stop multiple times. Yes, we did. Yep. So. I just know it was around noon when we were mowing down on food. <laughs> Dude, so, like, I just remember when you were, like, Rangely, and I was like, yep, six and a half hours, and you were like, are you sure? I was like, fuck it. Let's do it. And I just start hauling ass. Hauling ass, and you're in the you're in the co-pilot seat, gazetteer, you know, doing research on your phone. We're listening to tunes, and we are just... 
we are in it. We are fully committed. And I so, remember texting the wife going, yeah, we're going to uh, a different part of the state. She's like, all right, good luck. <laughs> so I'm looking at my phone right now. We were in Fort Kent at 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock. All right. We already did all that shit. I've never fished Rangely once in my life. So Really? Ne- never before that? I told you this because we were driving through Rangely. I'm like, I've never even been around here much. No shit. Wow. Huh. So I've never fished Rangely. I had to start from scratch. All the research I did for Allagash, out the window. Everything for Northern Maine, out the window. Nothing near Moosehead. Just absolutely going to a spot I've never been to. So all the research I did was from nothing. Absolutely zilch. I had no experience at all. We're driving down. I'm like, all right, like, I'm going to tune up for a bit. Getting cars sick along the way. And... <laughs> I ha- I formulate a plan for the next three days. I'm like, all right, like we we should we're gonna hit these three different spots. First day we're gonna do like a smaller river fishing where it should be a bunch of like dinkers, should be really fun. Next day bigger trout, and then the following day just explore a little bit. Yep. We get to the campsite at nine thirty. At night, set up the tent. But as we're driving, yeah, bugs just absolutely. Oh yeah, hatch. dude, the hatch. The hatch, it was complete 180 compared to the Allagash. So every like little brook that we drove by, the water was immaculate. We were like, holy shit, that looks really good. And you could just hear the bugs on the front of the car just like, just peppering the car. Yeah, caddisflies hitting them, mayflies, obviously mosquitoes and blackflies. But like we get there and I'm just pulling off like caddisflies. Dude, we have to post that picture of the front of the car. I was... For a fly fisherman, it's your absolute dream. And we get there, and we pass the fuck out. Yep. Uh, Woke up to a logging truck going over a bridge doing like a buck 20. So that woke us up. That was our alarm. And woke up, beautiful, sun's out. It's Actually, it was kind of cloudy that day. It was cloudy in the morning, I remember, but not rainy. It was perfect. Nice, cool. It was literally the perfect conditions for fishing. It was amazing. It was absolutely... Oh. And they had no rain. <laughs> no rain. And we were doing anything to avoid fucking rain at this point. So we get to that first... We actually drove quite a ways. Got to that first river. And you're like, yeah, just park down here. And I remember when we pulled our rods out of the car, it was like... Dude, it was like every man for himself. You're like, I'm going this way. I'm like, I'm going that way. And just like, pew, we both just like peel off into the woods. And I remember I got down to the, this like, it wasn't even a tributary. It was like this little, like, almost like braided part of the stream. And where it has like all these different currents. And I just remember I saw like this little miniature pool. And I just like do a roll cast into the pool. It's tiny, by the way. And I'm like, all right, let's just see. Literally, I could see a dart go to my fly. Pew. I was like, oh. Okay, okay, they're here. Like, it was an indication of, like, they're here, they're hitting dries, here we go, it's on. And we actually hit, that first pool we hit was a gorgeous pool, but we both... Oh, wait, 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 let's back up a little bit, let's back up a little bit. So, you see that first dart, and 
I'm nowhere near you, and I'm like looking for you because mm. we don't have walkie talkies. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm like looking at your footsteps and like the sand gravel. I'm like, all right, he he's over here. Like this is like recent enough where I'm like, all right, like he should be right around the corner. I peek around the corner, and you're <laughs> kneeling over by the stream, and you're like, dude. <laughs> Right when I emerge, you catch the first brookie since of the Allagash Bridge, and which was multiple days before. <laughs> yeah, so, so we had that two six, days. Dude, catching that six-inch brookie was like amazing. But that little brookie, those native brookies, and I said this to you on that riverbank. I'm like, I'm hooked. I said native brook trout, even if it's six inches big. Fight harder than any stock trout. Oh, I I remember you saying that too, because I've I remember you'd always give me shit like, oh, you're just fucking hiking up this little brook and catching little nothings like little shrimp, and I'm like, dude, dude, you don't even know. No, that was the moment. That was the moment where I was conv- I had my I was almost baptized, I guess, with like yep. native brook trout. You know what I mean? Like that brook trout fought so hard, it was just completely. There was no energy in that fish left. And I remember I had to revive that fish back, like, for, what, five, ten minutes it took me? Yeah. It was insane. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It finally got back, swam down, and then from that point on, you took one side of the brook, and I took the other side, and we were just Demolished. in heaven. In heaven. In heaven. It was, I remember we, you know, we were fishing up, we hit the waterfall, and, like, you would catch one, I would catch one. We're just looking at this beautiful scenery, crystal clear water, cold water. Bugs weren't too bad. Oh, it was just lighting up stogies. I remember we lit up stogies, and dude, that little tiny rip, that little tiny rip, you took a roll cast in there. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And then whoop, there's a fish. Oh, yeah. I and do I was remember like, that. dude, it was a three inch brook trout, a three inch brook trout, but. Probably some of the gorgeous, the most gorgeous colors of a brook trout you'll ever see on a yep. tiny little dinker. Tiny. But and, that, oh, oh, that was so good. So we end up fishing for a little bit more. We go back to the car, have victory beers, and it's only, what, 10, 30, 11 at this point? Dude, what were we it's using not even for that flies late. that day? Parachute I was using a No, I was using a mayfly. I was using a... Um, I'm trying to remember the fly you're using because for all our flying goes out there, you don't just have a may you do have mayfly patterns, but it wasn't a mayfly pattern. But I it had was a, a, it was like a cream colored mayfly. Oh yes, yes, yes. It was a uh, Catskill Dry. It was a uh, oh my fuck, I'm forgetting a sulfur Catskill yep. sulfur, and I was using a. I think I I don't even remember if I was using a double dry. I think I was using a pair. Uh, a, uh, an atoms and a parachute atoms, but absolutely just cleaning up, just yep. cleaning up. Go back to the car, have victory beers. A lot I go of down, victory grab beers. Water, <laughs> go down, grab water, and you take my little, my little rod. Dude, that's that... no longer in commission. <sighs> Let's just put that out there. It's no longer in commission. <laughs> I don't give a shit, dude. That rod, three weight, just that rod and that reel. The drag set light on it. That first cast, literally caught a brook trout on the first cast, and there was a there was a couple on the river too. 
and they were struggling. And I'm like, I'm a little tipsy because we just slammed like five or six beers in the matter of like 30 minutes. And I'm like, whoa, geez, like caught a brookie. I'm like, sweet, like having a ball with your, your fly rod. And I did five more casts and I caught five more fish right in front of those people. And literally on the fifth one, I threw it back. I go, oh, got my fill. Hooked the, the fly back on, went back up, had another beer. I was just like, <laughs> oh, my God. They're like, any luck? I said, did you not just see me catch five? I'm like, how about you guys? They're like, eh, one big one, but other than that, nothing. I'm like, <laughs> I have no idea how they weren't fucking slaying because it was, it was dumb. It was, it was dumb. insane. So pretty much... You know, the rest of that day, we just kept hiking up the river and kept fishing. And I went ahead of you for a bit. At one point, you're like, where the fuck are you? Like, we don't. Oh, my God. That was the day I lost you, dude. That yep. was. that. Oh, dude. All right. So this is a great story. Can I tell this story? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This mother trucker, like, he's like, I got to take a shit. And I'm like, all right. Well, he's on, he's on the right side of the river. And I'm on the left. And the left, by the way, I had to, like use practically climbing rope to go up over these cliffs. Gorgeous, gorgeous spot. Absolutely immaculate. He peels off in the woods to go take a shit. And I lose sight of him, but I'm like, ah, oh, he'll be up ahead. I'll, I'll meet him up there. Dude, I went up so, probably like four or 500 yards and waited, and then nothing, nothing. I'm like, what the fuck? Where is he? So I'm like, oh, he must have turned around and gone back. I'm like he, because it's getting the sun's going down. I'm like, all right, it's getting it's getting kind of dark. I'm like, all right. I was like, he must be back at the car. So I go back to the car, and I'm like crossing my fingers, walking down that tote road, going, I hope he's back at the car. No, Andrew. I'm like, are you shitting me? So then I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, did he fall? Is he okay? Like, what happened to him? Because, dude, the terrain we were going over was gnarly. Vertical. Like no. There was no foot trails. Nobody goes up there. Nobody. I mean, maybe a handful of people a year. But so I, I'm basically like, okay, search and destroy. I did me like a, a little like glue pack to get my electrolytes back because I was exhausted. Grab, you know, grab a handgun, grab a flashlight, grab some like campfire stuff, grab a meal like water. And I'm like, this is a search, search and rescue mission at this point. And I'm like, here we go. And I start like walking out. I remember I turn around. I just see you probably like, I don't know, 100 yards away, just like coming down the tote road. I was like, thank the Lord. (laughs) I'm like, because this would have been, because how far up that river were we? Oh, we were two miles. A mile and a half at least. Yeah. At least. And I remember I was hiking down. Like I got to a point, I hit this nice pool. I'm like, all right, caught a couple trout. And then I sat and I waited like twenty minutes. I'm like, all right, he should be around the bend. Yep. Nothing. 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 I'm like, all right, it's getting the evening's rolling in. Hiking back down, I'm whistling, I'm hollering, I'm looking. I'm like, he's not around the bend. And I, I didn't. There's like this old tote road that kind of follows the river a little bit. And I'm like, following the river back, I could have just hopped on the tote road, gotten right to the car. But I'm like, he should be fishing still, whatever. Yep. So I hiked all the river back, which, again. I did, too, because like I was said, looking for you. <laughs> you're like, it is a tough hike up, and yep. I could have an easy hike back. But I took that tough hike back down to him. I'm like, all right, there's no way. I was with him last at this point. 
went on the tow road, and then I just beelined for the car, and then right when I get to the opening, there you are. And it's just like, oh, fuck. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to surprise you here with uh, what's new in the bag, So and a little teaching moment for you folks. If you are fishing with somebody, and you know our strategy is always to take one person takes one side of the river and vice versa, if you guys can grab some walkie-talkies and just clip it to your fly fishing vest on your shoulder, it's so much easier to communicate back and forth with your partner as far as like where you are you know i'd radio to you be like hey i found a great pool up here and you'd be like yep coming right up like it saves you time you never lose each other so that was a learning moment for us to be like hey we need some walkie talkies to make sure like we can communicate and that's been a huge game changer for us uh in the near future so not even that too like you you could be like 30 feet away and the river's just rushing and I can't oh, yeah. fucking hear a word you're saying and then I'd be like hey just we got we got great at like hand gestures like communicating like you know mimes back and forth but it's just so much easier to to just whisper into that radio and hear each other it's that white water when it rips like you said it's you can't hear each other for shit yeah but so, so we, we that- wanted to treat ourselves that night Yes, we did. So we were uh, like, frig this. Like, let's go get a nice hot meal. Like, let's treat ourselves. We're not that far from civilization. But I was like, dude, we smell like shit. (laughs) Yep. So we took a nice cold bath in the brook. And holy shit, was it cold. (laughs) Dude, I was like on the riverbank, staying there, slipping in my Crocs, almost eating shit in my skivvies. Like, just splashing water on myself. Andrew comes barreling down the riverbank and just like jumps in the river. I'm like, you're friggin' nuts. He's like, holy shit, is that cold? You were but like, I needed it. Oh, I, I there was like, I'm not just gonna fucking scrub down with a fucking wet cloth. Like, <laughs> I was disgusting at this point. It's been five days. I needed it, oh. and it was. It felt great once I was out and clean and clean clothes. So. After the fact, it was great, yeah. But we hit a nice little pub there in town. Had a great, great fucking meal. Nice cold beer. Got back to camp and passed the fuck out. So for the next day, you know, I I told you like it should be slower fishing, but there should be bigger fish because I know more people hit it. Again, I did my research on the fly, quite literally on the drive back, and we did, we and we hit there. people on the way on the way in too. There was a truck Multiple that actually, cars, yeah, all fishing right by the bridge. Older crowd, you know, yep, weekday. Yep. So, but you get down to the river before me as I'm setting up because I wanted a nymph, because I wanted to get one on a nymph. I end up catching one on the nymph right at the start. I'm like, fuck yeah. And then I look up, and then you're just hooked in to this fucking trout. And I'm like, holy. <laughs> I just remember you're playing it. It's kind of like the salmon 2.0, like, but it's on the fly rod again. <laughs> and I know you'll tell your part of the story, but as you're fighting the fish, I'm like, oh, oh. That's a good trout. And I'm in <laughs> nice water. Nice pocket water. I want to fish. I'm like, fuck it. I just come barreling up river, get to you as you're finding this fish. And you're fishing a dry fly in this perfect bend of the river where there's, you know, a nice seam. And then there's kind of an eddy on the back side of it yep. where you were casting as far out as you could into that, like, 
sort of the edge of the the seam and the eddy, correct? Yeah. So you know when I went to that, it was like a, it was like almost like a ninety degree elbow a bend in this in the river, and I, a strategy that I try and do because I keep reminding myself is make sure you fish a spot before you walk into that spot. And I caught like a nice little six to eight inch brookie. And I was like, shit. I was like, sweet. That's awesome. Threw it back. And I kept going out. And I waded out into like the middle of the river, but had the bend all in front of me. So I could cast to my left and let that dry fly basically swing almost 180 degrees all the way around me. Uh, and let the current do the work for me. Keep mending that line back over. And a couple casts, I could see like a roll like a, just a like flash and I was like holy shit so I knew if I got into one of these trout it was going to be a, a tank and with the current and everything I was like you, you gotta play it because that's what you always tell me you're like if you come down to Massachusetts and you catch a rainbow you gotta play it you can't just like haul it in like a spinner rod and that kept going over in my head well I cast it out to my left and then all of a sudden to my right, almost like straight out in front of me, I could see a rise. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, that wasn't a small little dinker. So I said, fuck it. I casted straight towards him. And I was reaching out there. That was, I mean, I don't know how far of a cast it was, but it tested my limitations for sure. And all of a sudden, like, I could just see the top of the water just like roll. It looked like a whale tail in the ocean. I was like, holy shit, set the hook. And it felt like bottom in this this brookie just all of a sudden like just rolling like a snake, as you know, like brookies do when they fight. And I'm like, holy shit. Okay, play it, play it, play it. And I just remember yelling down river because I looked down to you and you were actually releasing your trout at that point. And I looked down river and I'm just like, Andrew, Andrew. I was like, big fish, big fish. That's all I said. And I just I started to focus, reel in the slack. And you, dude, you were like Usain Bolt running down the side of the riverbank, <laughs> and you're like running with your net in hand, and I'm like, I'm like praying to God, I'm like, please, please don't lose this fish, and I'm fighting it. I mean, that was probably what two, three minute fight. Oh, easily, because it took me a second to get up river, because it's not like a path. I'm just running up the riverbank, you know. Oh, I'm running in the river. Right, which is the only way up running over boulders and I'm like using my walking stick as my third leg like holy shit get up to you and you get it kind of close and I'm about to net it and it just takes off and I'm like oh my fuck let's not have this happen I'm going waist deep in this river I'm like this is not gonna fucking happen right now and I remember I dunked the entire net under the water and pull it up and I just look at you like holy fucking shit dude it was one of those emotional times where you just, I'm, yeah, I did. I'm pretty, yeah, I cried. Oh, I remember yeah, you crying on that sure. riverbank because it was the biggest brookie I've ever caught. Mind you, it was also the biggest native brookie I've ever caught, and I did it on a fly rod. After going through all of Alakash. <laughs> Dude, I just absolutely was like in awe. I'm like, oh my, like this, oh, it was incredible. Um, we'll it, post it, pictures of that fish online. It was an absolute tank. It, again, that was like one of the top moments I've been there with you 
in terms of like your success and I was there to witness it, it was just hands down, hands down. And again, I remember telling you it's going to be a slower day. Bullshit. (laughs) That talk about bullshit and a half. So then I end up going to the same pool and catching the biggest chubby you'll ever see. <laughs> you, I'm like, dude, you got one. You got one of those brookies. And it was like an 18-inch chubby. The thing was world record size. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> the fact that you but, landed that, because I, I was netting it. When I netted that, I was like, I just look up at you. I was like, it's fucking chubby. <laughs> So there's another thing I like to add. So we were fishing this bend, and you know how I fish. I like to move, you know, like four or five casts, move, four or five casts, move. But you were slaying. There's times, there's <laughs> times where you, you even commented, you're like, I'm fishing slower than death. Mm-hmm. I, I remember you're skipping stuff, and I'm like, I am going to pick apart this like a surgeon. And there was a pool you like walked over, and I was like, I want to absolutely just wreck this entire pool. And I caught like a nice, like 13 inch brookie, a big, nice male. I didn't get a photo of it because I just wanted to get it back in the. It was fucking incredible on the nymph. And I was like, motherfucker, I did it. Like on a nymph rig, you know, I'm not on a, a big tailwater and mass. Like I caught a native sizable brookie on a nymph, and it was like, Check mark off my list, and the but salmon. you're a, and the salmon. So, you were catching salmon too. So we kept working up river. I'm fishing pretty slow. We get up to like it gets into more pocket water. You know, we were first fishing like you know big bends. You know, not undercut banks per se, but just big pools and whatnot. And it turns into pocket water. We kept going up, and you know, I changed my flies. I went to a double dry rig, which was a a pewter boat caddis, which is a foam based fly, easy to float with another caddis on the back end. And you were still fishing the the light cahil uh, or whatever, um, yep, catskill style fly, and you almost fell in the river. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I did. And I was like, "All right, let's have a lunch break, recoup, and then full there. throttle, baby." <laughs> We went full throttle. So we kept working up the river, kept working up the river, you know, catching fish, pocket water, pocket water. And then we got to this point where it was sunny-ish, and then the clouds came in and started to drizzle, and we get to this nice, like, long pool. And I was ahead of you a little bit, and I just started pulling them out. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, every cast. You work up ahead of me. I work to the middle of this pool, and... Easily. I I remember later there was one pool you caught 30. So yep. realistically, maybe 80 brook trout in that one pool. Uh, minimum. But, like, I, I got so tired that I was sitting on a rock, laying back on my elbow, casting, and still pulling in fish, going, Jesus, there's another one, throw it back cast there's another one throw it back i'm like and they were they were rising on my fly when i was about to roll cast right in front of me i was like what so the fuck i'm catching salmon left and right too i don't know why i was just absolutely clobbering salmon the brookies were all between six inches and ten inches like 
yep. a couple of the nice ones I caught, you're like, oh, there's a good one. And I hooked into it and it was like a nice 12 incher. There was times with my double dry rig, I'm unhooking a trout. Fuck you not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I dude. Fuck you not. As my other flies in the water, I hook into another trout. <laughs> As I'm unhooking a trout, I'm like, are you fucking serious? At this point, I have the biggest knot in my tippet I show you later. I have a loop knot. Not just a knot. A loop knot. Like a, a solid like two-inch loop between my flies. I'm like, they don't give a fuck right now. I'm just casting that thing out there, and it's just, they're just boiling. I'm like, holy shit, like, this is some of the best fishing, and I'm like, we're slowly fishing now, just... Enjoying the moment, Hundreds, hundreds of trout. It's drizzling. It's like perfect weather, cloudy, not too windy, not too buggy, just trout. Every cast. Not even two trout every cast. (laughs) And you get a video of me as we work up river, and you're like, I just take one cast, and boom, right there. I'm like, it's literally every cast. You yell back to me. I'm like, I got 30 trout right here. I'm like, and you were ahead of me. I was taking my sweet-ass time trying to catch every fucking living thing in that water, and it was unbelievable. It was some of the best fishing and that's how I've had this year and in my life. That's how we ended that trip too. We we looked at each other when as soon as we got off the water, as we're walking back, and we had probably what two three mile walk, uh, two mile walk back to the car. Nope, 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 nope. It was more than that because we hiked four miles up river. Oh yeah, and you were like, I remember you just turning to me like, dude, I don't know if it gets any better than this. And I look at you, and I was like, I'm right there with you, dude. Like, we just had this moment of, like, we're satisfied. We got our fill. We're not greedy. We threw every single fish we caught back. You know, we caught hundreds of trout, hundreds of, you know, of fish that day. And we're just like, how can it get any better? Like, so, you know, (laughs) it's funny because... We'll get into it in later pods, but we just have a knack for, we know when we get our fill, mm-hmm. we know we absolutely clobbered them. You know, if we went out the next day, it could be work, but we could just end on the high note. It's like retiring at your peak of your career. Just like, yeah. I'm on top, I'm happy, I'm all set, so... Why, like, force the issue where right. we went through a week of hell? <laughs> like, realistically, Allagash fucked us. Absolutely fucked us. Allagash Law is a thing, and it will become more of a thing in the next pod, so you make sure to check it out <laughs> when we drop that one. <laughs> but, I mean, unbelievable fishing. Hundreds of trout caught in that one day. In that one day. All you of them get, perfectly you know made it too. back. You got to know too, and th- this is kind of the message that we're trying to sh- push out here is like, you got to know when to throw in the towel and look at it from a different angle. You know, if, if you're not, if you're not doing well, or if you're just like, everything's going against you, back out, reassess, and then attack. Like, it's not a bad thing to, you know, go from one thing and complete 180 in the opposite direction, because that's exactly what we did. And we had success. And- 
to build off that, you know, if you've listened to this pod enough to know we went winter fly fishing, getting skunked. You came down the mass, got skunked. We planned the Allagash, hoping it to be what Rangely ended up being. Got absolutely skunked-ish in terms of the whole trip. Yep. And you make the most of it. You have good friends with you to, you know, struggle along in the drive and... No, share the misery, and you can make pretty much anything happen. And there is a lot to look forward to in terms of what's coming up in the pod. In terms of we're going to be, you know, obviously deer season deer season is around the corner. And yep, but I want to talk about fishing more. And so I know you're you as in you are gonna have to suck it up and listen to me talk about. Some oh, more I'm gonna fly be right fishing. there beside you. We talked about that before we did this pod tonight. But <laughs> so it's a little teaser for you folks. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode in our misery, but uh, we came out on top. And uh, as we sign off, as always, get in the woods, and more so, get on the water.